Hi, I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payman Danielport. We're board-certified plastic surgeons and hosts of the podcast, Forever Young. Join us every Tuesday as we share the latest products and procedures in the never-ending quest to help our patients look and feel their very best. The world of cosmetic surgery is constantly improving. Join us on the cutting edge. Forever Young is available wherever you get your podcasts. The following content is not suitable for children. We got to focus as pursuers on talking about our longings. Frankly, I wouldn't mind if my withdrawing partner every once in a while talked about their longings too. Let's do it. Welcome to Foreplay Sex Therapy. I'm Dr. Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Valley, your couples therapist. We are here to talk about sex. Our mission is to help couples talk about sex in ways that incorporate their body, their mind, and their hearts. And we have a little bit of fun doing it, right, G? Listen, and let's change some relationships. Isn't that the whole damn point, Lori? The longings for connection, for positive emotions, desires, needs, like that is why we're in relationships. It's the heart of what we're striving for. So to get better at putting our words to that, I think most of us think we're better at it than we are. A lot of us will say, I want you to come home on time. Like, that, you know, that's, you'll say you want something, but you're really focusing on your fear. You're hurt that it's not happening and you're trying to correct your partner's behaviors. So that, that doesn't typically motivate the other person and say, oh, you want me. It lands as an accusation, not an invitation, right? So that's what I'm trying to like break down moment by moment with my couples. Let's dissect how you just express your want. I think a lot of people how, are going to notice. About, like, wait, wait, how about just like, I want you to come home because I've been thinking about being with you all day long. That's, I mean, isn't that? that? That's a very different response, right? <laughs> that's, that, is, that is the longing. The longing is it's, I want you. I want to do this good stuff with you. The longing focuses on the opportunity, the hope, you know, the dream. It's positive affect longing. Fear is focusing on the negative side of things. Both are important, but a lot of people describe their wants with the fear and it dilutes the message. So you saying, I want you to be less critical. It's not really describing your want. It's describing the impact of the fear of what happens to the criticism. So yes, we want less of the negative, but wanting less of the negative is not true wanting of the positive. Does that make any sense? The wanting of the positive is about our need and it's more vulnerable to talk about that. It's not that I want you to be less critical. It's like, I want you to be interested. Yes, the wanting is the most risky thing of all. Right. I want you to initiate. I want you to choose me, fight for me, desire me, love me, need me. I mean, that wanting that we all have. How do we get better at asking for that directly instead of doing it indirectly through the criticisms or the fears? You know, when I'm was working with a couple the other day, when the partner says, I want you to be home more often. That's really focusing on changing the partner's behaviors. I want you home more often implies you're not home enough, right? To a partner who's sensitive to that criticism, they perfectly pick it up and their body responds in a defensive closed way, right? I want an openness, two people being in this open space with each other, not in this defensive space. So I could say the same thing, right? I want more 
I love the way you said it. I'm looking forward to us having time together tonight. So just for the record, I, I do want to note that that was actually sexual, but I said it in such a feminine way, you know, without any kind of anything explicit. I knew you read it as emotional. And I, I think that is just an aside. I think as a woman, you know, women need to hear that sometimes when they think they're saying something sexual, it's being read as emotional because they don't really lay it out there. You know, I said, you know, because I'm thinking about being with you all day. In my mind, I was thinking that would be a come on, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like, shoo, you know. Just yeah, it's hard for my brain here. I want to spend some time together. You know, I usually when you say that, that means we want to talk about something or go on a walk or, you know, that's what some kind of quality time is. I don't hear the word sex or I want to get naked or I want to like, yeah, it needs to be a little bit more explicit for my brain. Yes. But again, this is, this is really helpful because I think most of us are not clear about our longings. It's yeah. risky to put it out there. So we hedge our bets and we camouflage it in these kind of safer ways, but it really, it sends a diluted message. Yes. Yes. Good. Point. So how do we get better at listening to our longings? If I'm the sexual pursuer and I want to be intimate tonight, that's my desire. You know, if I ask it in, hey, what do you think? Um, is tonight going to be a night you're in a mood? Right. You can see how I'm, I'm already not in the mood. Thank you. I'm good at this, aren't I? <laughs> Ask it in a way that's emphasizing what normally you don't do. Right. How is that such a big turn on? Yeah. Exactly. Right. But how do I change that language that, you know, instead of focusing on you and your hesitation, to focus on my desire, which is, you know, I'm thinking so much of you. And I really super stoked to be with you tonight, if you want. Does that sound any different? A lot better. A lot better. Because you put the focus on her, you know, on, on your want of her, not on the way that you, the cycle usually plays out, which is her resistance, you know. And also, I think the other thing, just as a woman, right, that the first ask is so tentative it lacks confidence. The second one is really, really vulnerable and, you know, takes courage. So it's like that, that part of a woman, I think just responds much better to the confidence, to the, the vulnerability than to the doubt and the fear. Like that's, yeah, here we go again. That's our cycle, you know? We're just going to throw out scenarios just to reframe. That's what we're trying to do. Reframe the old habit of communicating to a new way that has better mathematical chance of landing. So if, you know, we're in bed and I say, well, do you think you could do something uncomfortable and stretch yourself a little bit? I know that's hard, but maybe you can try sucking my toes, right? <laughs> probably not going to super prime you up. Yeah. Right? Exactly. But if instead of saying that, I say, you know what? I just love when my toes are sucked, baby. Right? Maybe that's gets your brain like in a spot where it's not being criticized. We have a much better chance of responding when that button is not hit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's good. I can feel it.
And we see this so often, right? And saying a woman gives feedback, like, no, 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 stop that. You're going too fast or that goes too hard. Like that feedback is not expressing any kind of longing. It's going to land as criticism. But to be able to say, oh, baby, that feels great. Just a little bit slower. Like that just totally gets that old person's brain to be like, oh, okay, a little bit slower, right? Because that's the longing. The longing wants slower. The fear is saying it's too fast. What do you want to emphasize? What is a little off and wrong or what you really want? That's a real difference in message. You know, there's something in our brains too. My husband is an NLP guy anyway. Like you should never tell a kid, don't forget your backpack. Because what the brain hears is forget your backpack. (laughs) And it's sort of the same thing with this. What your brain hears is that's too much. That's too hard. That's it's like it hears the hard. Yes. It doesn't hear this, the word soft, you know, it's like, you have to put the emphasis on what you want and long for, like, Ooh, I really love, you know, really need that. But it's just, I I need it a little softer right now or something. You have to think about how the brain listens. Exactly. Especially when you're aroused. I mean, one of the things I hear so much, George, is women who say, I've told him what I need. I've told him what I like. I'm like, I know, but when his brain is aroused, it's like you you have to tell him again. I mean, his brain just, you know, kind of goes somewhere else and don't take it personally. It's like, just say what you do want. It's I, so, I also think so that, important. Just to highlight what you're saying, Lori, because yeah. I don't think most people do this. I think when they get feedback and they say what they want, they don't recognize it. It's, uh, it lands as criticism. Right. To say, like, I really don't like when you kiss me so hard. Yes, I'm expressing what I want. Kiss me so hard. That's what right. my brain that I, it lands as criticism and it makes your partner a little bit more hesitant. But if you s- instead say it differently, like, I love that kiss, you know, if you could just gently tease my neck, right? I just, oh, I love that too. I think I want that even more right now. Again, you see how it shifts into that positive longing place. It's so much easier to get that partner to shift a little bit with you and kind of take that feedback and groove right in the flow of what's happening. But if you express what you want in a very critical way, and you don't think it's critical, you it's so healthy that you're saying that, please, I hope people are going to write in saying, oh, now we're saying people should. No, you should. We're just trying to get you to package it in a way that gives you a best chance of hearing it. Yeah, the second package is sexy. It keeps the mood. It increases the mood. The the first way is, you know, a block, stop, everything just goes, okay, I I messed up. I didn't kiss the way I was supposed to kiss. And it's like, okay, here we go again. It's just, you know, your body blocks. But the second way is a sexy sort of invitation. What I said in the very beginning, when it was too soft and it wasn't sexual enough, I think a lot of sexual withdrawers, they, they like sex. They want to have sex and they have times that they want to initiate. And sometimes it fails for that very reason that it's just, it doesn't hit their partner's brain as sexual enough. I, I mean, I had women all the time who are sexual withdrawers who say, but I do initiate. I'm like, okay, how do you, how do you initiate? You know, it's like, well, I, I often stand at the, bathroom, you know, before I have to go get ready. And I'm like, Hey, are you tired? I'm like, okay. I really don't think his brain. Oh, knows. I, 
that well, you're sometimes, saying? sometimes I think you do recognize some of those cues, but they're still not desire cues. Like to say, hey, are you done with the computer yet? Like sometimes you hear that and, you know, the person knows, well, maybe that means that there's a little bit here. But that, you know, are you done with the computer is not the same as, hey, I'm actually doing a, a rare thing here because I'm initiating because I actually want sex for myself. I mean, how can you express that want, which is amazing in a way that's not talking about the damn computer? Yeah. Well, let's come back and talk about, again, more practical ways of applying this. Cozy Earth, one of our favorite brands. Ooh, these are truly the best sheets of my life. I don't sleep with anything but Cozy Earth's bamboo sheets. They are so silky soft. They invite you, seriously, to take your clothes off and get under the sheets. They are temperature regulating and it adds casual elegance to any space. They have luxury bedding essentials backed by a lengthy warranty. And I'm telling you, I have to buy them for every bed. They feel so soft. Cozy Earth has provided an exclusive offer for our listeners today, 35% off site-wide when you use the code foreplay. This is a Father's Day gift. It is so special. Please think about buying Cozy Earth. They are so soft, you guys. So good. And don't forget, listeners, Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer today for our listeners, 35% off. Yes, CozyEarth.com with the code foreplay. Uber Lube. It's a luxury lubricant. Can you say that three times fast? Uber Lube Luxury Lubricant. You know, basically, it's pure silicone bliss. It is made from superior ingredients. It has skin-soothing vitamin E, and it goes on just like natural moisture, and it lasts a long time. There's no drip. Their glass bottles are truly beautiful. You can leave them on your bedstand. I do. No problem. Nobody notices. And it's basically like this thin, slippery silicone formulation it reduces friction, which is great, but it doesn't reduce sensation and it stays slippery long enough for lasting pleasure. They have travel friendly, toughened glass bottles. You can slip it in your gym bag, you can slip it in your purse, you can be ready whenever. Try Uberlube, the silicone lubricant, at uberlube.com. Use the code foreplay for 10% off. Really, it is the best lubricant on the market. All right, Lori. So I, I think we're trying to package this in a way that's just being more aware of your partner, trying to protect them in this conversation. You want to have success with your need, right? With that desire. It's also more fun for you if you express it in a more positive way. It allows your body to expand to highlight that feeling that's inside of you. So when you say, I love what you're doing, I just want a little bit more of this, like that, that gets your body like, yeah, I want this, right? It's so different <laughs> than saying, hey, 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 don't do that. That's not working so well for me, right? That's just good math. I don't know why, like, you know, we're getting married or whatever we're doing pre-cainer or whatever our little advice kind of coaching thing we go to. This should be part of it. How do we give communication yeah. in a way that protects our partner and gives us the best chance to meet our desires and longings? You're absolutely right. Everybody needs to learn this pre-marriage or any at any point in the relationship, right? Where they can ask for what they need in a way that increases connection, increases you know, sexual desire, 
Yeah. So how can we help people with this? Maybe we could throw out like, like the, the wrong way to do it. And then you do it the right way or I'll do it the right way. Okay. And, and just to expand that this, this is both we talk about in the emotional cycle and in the sexual cycle, just trying to get clearer about how do you ask for what you want in ways that the other person hears as an invitation to join you, to meet you, to be in it with you, because it's asking for connection versus an accusation. They're doing something wrong. It more likely elicits that yellow brain and defensiveness. Okay. So maybe we can give examples of both, both the emotional and the sexual cycle. Okay. Sexual withdrawal woman who just said it to her partner who thinks she wants to spend time with him, not wants to go to bed with him. So what I would have needed to say is something more explicit. Yes. Naked, something has to be in, sex has to be in that sentence. So So the wrong way is, let you could ask, you could drop some hints that aren't really clear or you know you could expose ask me to do something like maybe you can take a shower or like i mean there's so often we focus on the behavioral request that lands as a criticism and we don't realize that and we're going to just try to change that into a direct expression of want okay so hey when you come home tonight i was thinking how would you feel about taking a shower and I'll probably come up and join you too. Ooh. Go that mama. That's, that you had me at hello there. <laughs> you, you knew what I meant. That was green light right there. That was very okay. direct. So okay. now how would you say that the wrong way that, you know, I might have no idea that that's what you're talking about. You know, honey, I, when you come home, I, I, you just, I, I really wish you'd take a shower before you come down to dinner. I don't even want to come home now. <laughs> right. That want for me to take a shower is healthy. How you ask for it is going to make all the difference. She may be thinking, I like to make love to a body that's clean, you know, so I'm kind of in the mood. So she's trying to get the evening set up, but it does sound critical. It, it, she doesn't say that, like I'm thinking about sex, but the set, the first way she says it, she's thinking about sex. Great. So let's do the emotional cycle. Let's try to do it wrong first. How can you ask me for some time to talk tonight? You know, I, I got some heavy stuff I'm sorting through in my, in my brain about work. And I just would love it if we could, you know, go sit by the fire and have a glass of wine. And I just need your wisdom. I need your, your ears. I need you to help me think about this together. I I just, I trust your brain with my brain. I really could use maybe a half an hour. Do you have that kind of time tonight? Okay. So that was a good way. I can feel the openness of it, right? The invitation and that that's asking for my wisdom and the space and, you know, it needs that help, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. So now let's do it. And, 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 and again, I'm right wrong. I just mean less effective. It's still expressing a want and but it's the fear is slipping in right and a lot of times pursuers emphasize typically what the withdrawer doesn't do and it perfectly hits their buttons so you want to try that one i'll try that one so i I was just thinking you know i i know you're really busy and i don't know if you have any um if you're just going to be on the computer all night or something but you know i i don't know if if you had any time 
you know, I, you probably don't have any time for me tonight because I, I know you're working on that talk, but um, it's like completely into yeah. It's the, and it's the pressure. It's a little accusation. Yeah. Like typically you don't have the time. Typically you don't make the time. You know, typically you have too much going on. It's never the right time. I know it's never the right time for you, right? We never really get a chance to talk. A lot of times the pursuit is reminding the person of the context, the historical context. But all that does is prime the defensiveness in the other person. Right, exactly. Okay, now you do it. You know, one I think you should try is when you want your partner to open up sexually, like talk about what's in their sexual brain, like that one, people mess that one up all the time. Yeah. Can, all right. can you ask so me let's, in let's, the right way? I'm going to do it the wrong way first and then the right way. Okay. You know, I, I was reading this book and it seemed exciting and I know you don't like kind of reading books or thinking about this stuff. But you know, when you never think about kind of who you are sexually, if you don't explore your erotic mind, like nothing really changes. So, you know, I'm really hoping that you're going to face that part of yourself and, and, and do the work because I think it could really help us. You're really good at messing it up. <laughs> I do. Everything in me just went. <laughs> but but just notice the longing it is for me is so healthy. It wants more of your erotic mind. But the yeah. way I go about getting yeah. that just lands like a sledgehammer. Exactly. Okay. Now now ask me in a better way. All right. This might be hard. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm really excited. Like I was reading this book about tapping into your deep erotic mind and i just felt you know more freedom i felt like i was understanding myself better you know and i would love to understand you better so if you wanted that would be cool but this was so much fun that just like no parts of me i didn't even think were there hmm. interesting interesting so you know partly it was vulnerable it's like you're saying you haven't been perfect at knowing your own erotic mind either and you're kind of giddy with excitement about learning about this which is kind of fun and it's it's that that thing that withdrawers need right you're not necessarily pointedly asking something but you're coming alongside them and saying something about yourself so it's it's a little bit of an invitation but it's it's not a stare at you criticize you yep. do this it's not it's not quite as direct which gives me a chance to like get used to the idea like oh he's doing this and i could i could feel the curiosity okay what's he doing and of course that's going to spread inside as curiosity in me too and maybe make that more explicit and start off with you know i'm so excited if you want to know about any of this, let me know. Keep it focused on me and kind of engaging, inviting that part of you out instead of directly kind of putting it under the spotlight. I think you you might could have too have like depending, especially when she said interesting, you could have said, you know, I'll read you the passage if you want. And then yeah. it, it's all I have to do is associate to the passage. I don't have to yet do something for you. Better yet, I'll read it the passage in Spanish. <laughs> French, baby. French, French. right. Mm. Whatever romantic language I don't speak, but for you, <laughs> I will speak it, okay? <laughs> That's right. Okay. So what about the emotional cycle, right? The emotional cycle. 
Oh, this is so I will easy. talk about the, you know, so I really do want you to be less critical, less angry at me. And the long end is I want to enjoy you more. I want to, I want to just kind of have that awesome time. So again, how do I ask for that? So the wrong way would be, Hey, you know, can you see when you're angry all the time and negative, like that doesn't kind of bring out the best in us. Like, can you work on that? <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right. So how could I say that same thing that long and that just say is, you know what? I, I kind of miss that special time. Me, you were so good at when we're just on the same page. Right. I just want to figure out how to get back there with you because there's nothing better than when me and you were flowing together. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, see the difference. One, if you can't see Lori's face, the first time it's like, ah, right? they, they are going to be able to see our face, right? Eventually we're going to post this. All right, cool. Well, that I want you all listening just to think about pause after you've said something and just ask yourself a quick question. Do you think your partner heard that as an invitation? I know that's what your heart is looking for, but a lot of times that's not clear. Or did it land as an accusation? Do you see defensiveness? I'm always training therapists moment by moment. Look, do you have openness or do you have defensiveness? We need to do the same thing in relationships. Is our partner in an open place? Great. Keep going, doing what you're doing. You're doing awesome. If your partner is defensive, we have to deal with that. There's been something missed between the two of you in that moment that we need to deal with. We need to name because once we name it, we can work with it and get back into that open place. I love it. Longings, desires, wants, curiosity. These are all hallmarks of openness, of a positive cycle, of people in a safe space. This is where people are great lovers. They're great partners. This is where we thrive as humans. Right? And things get in the way of that for good reasons. We need to work with that. But really recognizing the power of longings to really rock our world, baby. Preach it, baby. Preach it. I love your passion for it, George. I really do. And the more you talk about it, I think the more excited I get about our message getting over to people that this is possible. You can think about being vulnerable, expressing longing instead of the blocking and the criticism or the demand that shuts our partners down. You know, I, I'm thinking about it for me. Like, how do I go home? How do I do this? Do it better. I mean, even if it's incrementally better, just by practicing, practice it in your own mind before you say it to your partner and listen to yourself. You know, does it feel critical? Is there any little bit of nagging in it? That's going to shut them down. But if there's that open vulnerability. And I think maybe one little test inside is what does your body feel? Does your body feel a little electric? Does it feel a little scared? Like in the excited sort of way to say it with longing, maybe that's the signal that you're doing it right, that you're doing it with, you know, letting your longing out and letting your partner see that longing. I love it. You go girl. I always tell in my trainings, body in, body out. Body in is where is that fear? Where is that threat? Where is that hurt? When you're able to kind of work through that, it should lead to body out. Body out is a release of that. If you're releasing a negative, it should shift into the positive. Those longings, those wants, those desires, it's a whole damn point to the whole connection anyway. 
So that's our wish for you all. Go forth and connect deeper and more fully because that's that's the where all the good stuff happens. Thanks for listening. Keep it hot, y'all. Call in your questions to the 4Play question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by 4Play Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.